right, welcome back to part two of our Ministry Life podcast. We're still here with our friends Jeremy and Matt from uh, our neighbor church, Village Hope. Uh, we just finished last week's episode, if you haven't watched it, just talking some personal life, some ministry, mm-hmm. uh, really just trying to encourage you to get your nose in the book and do some ministry on your own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and we ended, uh, it's kind of funny, we ended uh, the last episode talking about how God can use people in spite of yourselves, in spite of your struggles, in spite of all of the things you're going through. So if you haven't heard that, check out last week's episode. But just to dive in deeper today, we're going to get a little more a little more personal, I think. I think we're going to talk about some some ministry struggles that we've experienced, mm-hmm. uh, maybe on a more personal level. Like I think there's a misconception of what a pastor's role is. We kind of addressed that <laughs> last week. But just kind of a misconception of who a pastor is as a person. Like uh, we're just these perfect people that come every Sunday and know the word inside and out. We never arrives church knows. Oh, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I can tell you that right now. I I think there's a misconception on who pastors are and kind of what they deal with, Mm -hmm. what they struggle with. And so let's, let's just kind of dive in and talk about some of the struggles you experience as a, as a pastor. So we talked about what we expected, right? Yeah. And so, you know, I'd be interested in hearing from you guys like, like up to date, like now normal life, you know, what, what are some things that, uh, you wrestle with daily? I got a list, you know, so I'm gonna let you go first. <laughs> well, I'm, I guess I'm trying to formulate my list. Cause yeah, it's not any, any one, one thing. thing. It, it kind of varies from day to day. Right. I, I was well, saying for, for me, I think, one of the things that's before me is, is understanding that, you know, I'm supposed to lead people as a flawed person myself. Um, actually, JP, you put a book in my hand a few years ago called Le- Leading with a Limb. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've not read that, please read that book. It is worth your time. But the whole premise of Leading with a Limp is that you are the chief sinner in the room. Like, you, yeah. mm-hmm. no one no one is more broken than you are. Yeah. And you know, not that we celebrate brokenness, we celebrate our weaknesses, you know, we can rejoice in them. Paul even rejoiced in his weaknesses because that's when Christ was strong. But when you come to the table acknowledging that I need help, I am in progress. Um, We're leading a, reading a book right now called lead. And he's talking about Paul David Tripp. He's talking about some of the very same things. Um, But it's hard because there are times when I am teaching and I'm, I'll be teaching on a Sunday morning or on a Sunday evening and I'm, I'm listening to what I'm saying and I'm going, grief i need this more than anybody right now yeah, yeah, you yeah. know yeah and so you, you kind of walk away sometimes feeling like a hypocrite because you're like shoot i struggle just as much as anybody and i'm up here le- why am i leading like what's going on mm-hmm. yeah so i think uh just just <clears throat> as a resource you mentioned the book uh, leading with the limp i think it's written by dan allender yes dan okay. allender yep. um, right. so if you want to look it up on amazon or your other where you get your books it's a great book mm-hmm. great book how about you, Jeremy? Like, I think I, you know, listening to Matt talk a little bit, you know, ma- managing expectations, <clears throat> I think, can yeah. be a big, and it's realizing that everybody has an expectation of you. Not sometimes you're not sure what, what it, that is until you fail. Until you fail, <laughs> yes. And, and I and I think too, you know, just that a little bit of that is rooted in maybe a desire. You know, you you want everybody to be happy, right? A pastor, we we, we want the sheep to be happy. Yeah. We want them. We want them all. But realizing, I think it was Abraham Lincoln said, you can keep some of the people happy all the time and all the people happy some of the time. But, but you're never going to keep all the people, people happy, happy all, all the time. time. Right. Um, but and, and the expectations don't just come from 
you know, the, the people that you're trying to serve, it also comes from your family, mm-hmm. right? Your, your, your wife. Um, I, I, got, I got a great wife who mm-hmm. is very well suited to, to the ministry. She mm-hmm. understands that, okay, there's something bigger going on here. Mm-hmm. Um, but she also keeps me honest in that. You know, oh yeah. Hey, you got you got, you got to be <laughs> home. Good you got, yeah, 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 they are yeah. pretty good at that. Right? Where <laughs> are you? <laughs> uh, and she's she's pretty understanding. Like I have to be like incommunicado for a long time before she's mm-hmm. finally like, Hey, are you okay? Are you coming home tonight? Like what's right. what's yeah. going on? Um, are we still married? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't gotten that one yet. Yeah. I haven't gotten that one yet. No, she's 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 pretty great yeah. like that. Um but yeah, just the expectations. Knowing everybody has a little different expectation of what a pastor should be, and sometimes, sometimes those expectations they're not fair, and they're oh, they're yeah. you know they're 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 false. Yeah. And how do you how do you work through how do you work through that? Um, I have to say, overall, Village Hope Church is mm-hmm. is a great place to minister. I don't want yeah. I don't yeah. want it to sound like. But we're talking mm-hmm. about the other churches, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. No. 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 <laughs> Yeah, our rise people are they're they're just very gracious. Mm-hmm. Gracious. Um, that doesn't mean they don't keep us honest. Sure, you know oh, yeah. because I would expect that, and I value oh, yeah. um, accountability mm-hmm. a lot. Um, but yeah, I understand. You know the expectations of what they think you should do, and what you're actually supposed to do, and yeah. what you actually do. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. or, you, you or, pray. You pray all week and work for an hour on Sunday. Yeah, yeah it must be nice to yeah. study the Bible all week long mm-hmm. yeah. and right. pray together when you get to the church with the guys and yep. sing hymns and take communion. And exactly, I would love for that to happen. That, a, but that does not happen. Be a good work week. Right. Right. We have to work hard yeah. at you know making sure we do things that are that we should be doing. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and not doing things that we shouldn't be doing. Like the guys will ask me, "Should I be doing that?" Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'll look right. I'm gonna go, "No." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, do not do no. that because yeah. you lose your focus. And I mean, we're given the, the we have to lead the ministry here, right? right. We have mm-hmm. to lead the vision. Yep. And so if the the leaders aren't staying focused on the vision, mm-hmm. that means everyone that they're leading is not going to stay focused on the right. vision. Sure. Yep. Yeah. And so it's very easy to get distracted in ministry, which yeah. with expectations that are maybe part of the vision, mm-hmm. but not really... And staying focused on what the important things are, you know, that, that's keeping the main thing, the main thing. I think we kind of talked about this last episode, but like like everybody has an idea of uh, this could be a good ministry. This could be a good study. This could be a good thing. But then their idea is you should lead it. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And, And like the Bible clearly says like an elder and pastor's job is to devote themselves to the like teaching and and preaching and Mm -hmm. praying and right. And then, and kind of to the ministry study of the word, the study of the word. And so like when we start adding, you guys joked about all these other clauses that youth ministers title says, other like, duties, other as, duties assigned. as assigned, right. which, which is fine. But like mm-hmm. we start joking about all these other things, but other pastors get those same duties too, where it's like, sure. okay, you have to lead uh, the women's conference. You have to organize a women's conference. You have to organize a parenting conference. You have to organize. Right. And so like you get all these expectations and, you're the pastor, but you're in charge of every single thing that happens in this church. And you got to teach on something. And that's a recipe right. for disaster. And, oh, yeah, right. yeah, could you imagine if we had to organize the women's conference we no, just I'd had? Be, no, that'd be bad. Yeah, that wouldn't that'd work well. <laughs> but we, we, got, we, yeah. just, uh, we got a great lady who she took that and she did. ran with it, and it was good. Like and a month ago. Was it a month that we've been doing the Bible study? Yeah. You know, so this is one of, one of the guys, Steve, um, <clears throat> in our church. They're, they're, they've been here about a year. Probably okay. not quite. Well, not quite, but yeah. close to a year. 
um, you know, he texts me one day. He's like, hey, we need um, we need a Bible study for the working stiff. You know, like guys that are working during the day and can't come to the church and have a Bible study. How about mm-hmm. something at night? And so with that, I proceeded to say, are you going to teach it? Mm-hmm. Like I didn't right. I didn't mm-hmm. feel compelled. Right. Do do. Do I think we need men's Bible studies and women's Bible studies? We do. We have, we're, we haven't even have more ideas mm-hmm. in Rives Church. We're not going to tell you what those are yet because mm-hmm. we're not finished formulating them. Sure. Suspense. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the Bible study we had tonight, like Monday night, I go to the Bible study. Mm. But you're not teaching it. We're not no. teaching. Yeah. No, I'm there. Yeah. Now, I had comments, and sometimes I feel this urge to teach because right. that's just mm-hmm. something oh, that I who do. You are. Yeah. Right. Um, but it's nice to know that we can entrust other people who are equipped mm-hmm. to do the ministry <laughs> yep. to actually do ministry. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's this is not my church. It's not Caleb's church. This is their church. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's God's church that mm-hmm. He wants us to do specific things in. Yeah. But anyway, Caleb, what what are some of your frustrations? Frustrations within ministry? Yeah, or things that you kind of wrestle with at times. I think. Um, I mean, I think. Not so much anymore, but I think expectations was definitely one of them. Like you guys said, like just different things that kind of get added onto your job. Um, I think in youth ministry, there's a a heaviness that -hmm. people aren't aware of. Like I think there's a lot of – our youth are struggling a lot more than Mm -hmm. people realize. Oh, yes. And so I think there's kind of a burden of, okay, I have to – and we kind of talked about this – um, last episode, like Matt, yeah, Matt was talking about, yeah, like, you kind of like, take that on yourself. You kind of take right? it on yourself. Yeah. I have to mentor and build up this kid by myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, no matter what's going on, and we do, like, we're called to do that, Absolutely. but it's not a singular thing by yourself. Right. And so, I think there's a certain burden, and it's within all ministry, but I think youth ministry in particular, like, when you see kids hurting and kids feeling pain and, right. and kids questioning, mm-hmm. um, I think there's there's a heaviness. With youth ministry. And I think a lot of people think youth pastor's job is just to play dodgeball and watch my kids for a couple hours. Feed them some pizza while you're Yeah. 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 Um, and even like our, our parents are all really good, but even our parents will make a comment like, oh, you guys are babysitting tonight or, and it's like, no, I'm, I'm here to partner with I'm, you yeah. to make yeah. disciples, to make disciples. Yeah. Right. My job isn't to feed your kid. For a week's worth of food. Or right? even to raise your kid. Or to raise your kid. <laughs> and that, that kind of comes up, too, like with youth past youth ministry. Like, my kid's doing this. Fix it. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I got to raise my own kids. Like, yeah. You yeah. Know? Right. And so I think, I think youth ministry, there's a little bit of a different burden. Um, and I think that's something that kind of I've wrestled with, especially the last few weeks. Like I was just saying before, we've, just we've had a heavy stuff, few weeks. Kids, like, yeah. Just, kids got stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's something I've wrestled with. I think family life is a big thing because, you know, I love all the kids in my youth group and I would love to spend, you know, my whole work week mm-hmm. hanging out with kids and mentoring and leaning into kids. That would be great, wouldn't it? But, you know, I have a wife and three kids of my own at home too. Yeah. Well, and I'll be, I'll be honest, that was part of what God used in my own heart to move me from youth ministry into senior pastor ministers. I, you know, I had, I had six kids at home. Mm. And it was like I, I said to somebody, I said, I got my own oh my, youth, gosh. my own youth group at home. Yeah. Yeah. And not that I didn't love the kids at church and yeah. mm-hmm. want to build in it, but you're right, there's a heaviness, there's a there's a responsibility that's felt there. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, it was like I I think I just kinda <clears throat> like to be 
responsible. And I think so. I'm I'm over the youth ministry, but I'm also the elder of the kids ministry. Right. So I'm over I'm over every <laughs> single over kid that's zero to eighteen like in our to church. 18, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And so I think within that, like, there's a heaviness, but there's also kind of a lack of willingness to get involved. And we have some great volunteers. Like, I don't want to discredit do. our volunteers. I have a great leadership team. Mm-hmm. Yep. But it's you need more. You oh, always, you need, always more. need more. Yes. We yep. always need more. And like, we're always making announcements. Hey, we need more. We need more. We need mm-hmm. more. We need well, more. ours is right. it, especially now because yeah, we're our, growing. Yeah, our growth curve is. But I think there's, yeah. there's that other heaviness. Like, oh, we paid you to do it. So yeah. why would I give up my time? And, and well, we were and talking. That's, and that's back to that whole business model creeping into the American mm-hmm. church yeah. too of, I'm just going to outsource this. Yeah. Right. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, I'll, I'll pay the youth pastor to, Raise my kids spiritually, yeah. Instead of and I and and we send the wrong message sometimes as the church, where we say, "Don't try this at home. Mm-hmm. Send your kids to us, mm-hmm. and and we'll we'll take care we'll, of raising yeah. them in the nurture and admonition of the Lord." Yeah. Kind of a thing. When no, it it it, it takes a village. And yes. and I think we've talked about this like outside of youth ministry. Uh, again, back to that book, letters letters to the church mm-hmm. that we referenced last last episode. But like. I think there's the idea in the American church that every age group has to have their own thing. Mm-hmm. Like you have to have kids and don't get me wrong. Kids ministry is great because you need to speak to kids on their level. Right. 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 But I think there's something to be said when like our fifth and sixth graders are in our service on Sundays. Yeah. They, we don't have our own class and some they, we probably should have some, mm-hmm. but I think there's something to be said about corporate worship together. And, and we, right. keep, we keep our kids in the worship service yeah. until I, until I get up to preach and we dismiss yeah. the kids mm-hmm. Up through fifth grade, yeah. Um, but my fifth grader, he prefers to stay in the service, yeah. and so he yeah. stays in the service. And I guess he's in sixth grade now, so he they keep they keep growing up on me. You got six <laughs> of them; you can't keep track. I, I, yeah. it's hard. It's hard. <clears throat> but but I think there's something about families, right? And when mm-hmm. a family comes in the door at your church and you're splitting them up, and yeah. you're going here, it's, you're going here, you're going here, you're going the other place. Yeah, yeah. I think we do a disservice to the family. And even we've been talking yeah. about some new Bible study ideas <clears throat> in our men's Bible study. We have an 11 year old that's coming. That's awesome. And that's that's, that's awesome. yeah. the church. Mm-hmm. Like that is what the yeah. church is oh, supposed yeah. to be. Yep. Because then this 11 year old sees his dad being vulnerable, and yes. hey, I don't understand this verse, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. I don't. It's not everything is perfect. It's laid yep. out. The Christian life is perfect. It's great. Yep. Like the kid experiences um, Christianity through their parents. Well, I mean, I think I think the overall it speaks <clears throat> to the balance, the balance of ministry, and mm-hmm. knowing knowing what you should devote your time, energy, and effort to on a daily basis. Not like the whole idea of ministry, you know, it, it, it's got glitz and glamour to it, right? Mm-hmm. So what they don't teach you in seminary. You want to write a book? What they don't teach you in seminary. They should have taught me in seminary. Is Monday through Friday mm-hmm. when you're supposed to be a circus act and juggle everything. Right. And... And to understand, like, one one of my things that I'm I'm not good at um, is I don't answer the phone. I don't answer my cell phone. Oh, I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> We're all totally listening. aware. Everybody's, Everybody's aware. Yeah. You know, and I said, I'm sorry. It's not personal. I, you know, I, I know I offend everybody by doing that. And sometimes I answer it. Sometimes I just, I I just come to accept it as part of who you are. Yeah. It is part of yeah. who I am. It's not, it's, it, it's nothing personal. It really isn't. But there are times when I'm, I was talking to my wife, Sue, about this last night. There are times when. You better answer her calls. I'm, oh, mm. listen. <laughs> 
Her and my daughter. Okay, there you <laughs> go. Yeah, okay, there you, go. you got your priorities straight. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so it's balancing because I know every time my phone rings. Yeah. It could be 5, 10, 20, half hour, 30 yeah. minutes. You're not half a day. Yeah. Yeah. It, and, and it's like, okay, I want to help, right? And of course, doing counseling and, and in the past having my own counseling practice, mm-hmm. you know, people have called me. Yep. And so I know that if I, if I accept another thing, then I have to balance another thing that, but I only have sure. so much on my plate. Mm-hmm. So that means something's going to fall off my plate. And mm-hmm. how do you, how do you know, how do you make that decision between, how do you prioritize? Mm-hmm. I just decide that I'm going to offend everyone equally and not answer the phone. <laughs> And I think it's not purpose. Like well, if you guess, text me, I will respond quicker if you text me. I, yeah, I've learned that. I, I think years. our leadership team, our elders, have been very, very good at saying no. Yes, they like, they will tell us we don't want you to like, do that. Which is incredible yeah. because, yeah. like I said, they, I, they're good. I came from Honestly. a little church where it was yes, you do it, you do it, you do it, you do this, you do this. Yeah, and like, everything. Our elders yeah, are like, and, no. and like so, no, you come here, and our elders are like, no, you're here to to focus this on is, teaching. This is what mm-hmm. we want you and so, I think we have a very, very gracious leadership team. We do, mm-hmm. we do. But that's that's only one of the things, yes. right? You know, so it all it all has to do with deciding. Okay. Why am I here? What are my responsibilities right. and expectations? Right. I have to do those things. Mm-hmm. I can't get away from not studying. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I can't. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm just the type of person who wants to have more than I need, just in case, you know, mm-hmm. because I don't preach from notes. I just don't. Really? Oh no, I have. I have words. Adventure. I have words that I use. Okay. Lines mm-hmm. that trigger my study, mm-hmm. my thinking when I studied. And so usually that that's when I get extemporaneous and I start talking and, and I start drilling down into a rabbit hole and I realize, mm-hmm. oh, I'm down there. Okay, yeah. I got to come out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have to do those things. But there's a lot of things that I don't have to do. Mm-hmm. But yet because of who I am and how God wired me, I want to do. And, right. And yeah. I think that comes back to equipping the saints. Yes. There's, there's, I mean multiple people in our there's 200 plus people in our church there's probably 200 plus in your church or close yes. more or less yeah. um like so there's 200 people in this building why should every single hospital visit fall on a pastor it shouldn't who yeah. says the pastor is the only person and our church is good at that we yeah have a, we have no, a group we have, of people that actually go visit and, and we yeah, just yeah. we've just started a, a ministry we call it village cares yeah hospital is just one of the many things yeah. where just these, have these requests come to a central location yep and we've got a team of volunteers that are yeah. usually these the people on. in the church find out before me anyway. Yeah. I'm usually yeah. the last to really? find out the information. <clears throat> okay. You know, oh, by the way, did you know such and such was in the hospital or such and such yeah. is at home? I'm like, no, no. <laughs> yeah. And I just, I just tell these people, I'm like, I'm like, make sure I need, I know what I need to know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if there's a hospital visit where someone wants the pastor, please yeah. let me know. So that. we started want... using a different um, ministry thing, database and stuff. Mm-hmm. So people that are on that team, yep. when they make a visit, they go in and type okay. and all those who are part of it get a notification yep. that they yep. were there. And, and that's what we're doing. It's too. super yep. helpful. Yep. Yeah. That's cool. um, yeah. And it, I'm, I'm thankful for that because yeah. then we can stay up to date with, okay, yeah. who's doing what they exactly. got, they got, you know, contacted and it was something that we needed to do. But yet when you, when all the expectations are put on you, either internally or mm-hmm. externally balancing and deciding what should I do? Mm-hmm. What do I want to do? Right. What does God, what want shouldn't to do? I do? Right. What yeah. don't, 
what and I don't I, I want I to struggle, do. Yeah. I struggle with that. Something yeah. comes across my, especially when you say, you know, oh, yeah. something comes across the desk and it's like, oh, I'd really like to do that. Yep. That's right. the way I'm wired. Yep. But wait, I don't, I don't need to. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm a, I'm a yes man yeah. for sure. Like if there's something neat, I'm a servant. Like that's one of my gifts. Well, I like you to said serve. Help. Like I, I want, I want to help people. Yes, yes. Right? right. Yes, especially if they're struggling spiritually. But even if they've just got another need too, yep. it's like I want them to be able to say, my church helped me do that. Yeah, right. but that doesn't mean that I, as the pastor. Need to do. That. I love like our small group, uh, our community life group program. <clears throat> like a lot of the life groups do that for each other, mm-hmm. you know, and, mm-hmm. and which is good. Um, but it's like as we as people get more used to because if we continue to do it, they're going right, to be used to that. We yep. will enable yep. them being equipped yep. to do the work of the right. ministry yeah. because we're doing it for them. Right. right. But when we say, uh, "Yeah, I can't do that." Mm-hmm. Then it all of a sudden it changes. Somebody has to pick up the responsibility. Right. And then, you know, that's, of course, elders and deacons yeah. and <laughs> other people that that have that ability should be mm-hmm. able to. And I'll say this, too. Like equipping, I hear that word and I think, oh, man, that's like a big deal, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's, there's got to be curriculum. Sometimes it's as easy as um, a couple months ago we were talking about starting this program. Hospital visitation was going to be part of it. Um, one of our guys, one of our men in our church, was like, "I don't know if I could visit hospitals." I don't know. I'm like, I'm like he, okay. said, he said, "He said, can I come with you?" Mm-hmm. I said, "Yeah, sure, come with me." So he came with me to do a hospital visit. There wasn't a lot of specific do this, don't do that. It was just, it just let come, me show you how to do it. Yeah. It was just yeah. come with me. Let me show you what I do. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And he went with me, and he was like, "I can do that." Like he, you know, mm-hmm. he realized it wasn't rocket science. Mm-hmm. Pastor Jeremy can do it. It's not yeah, that yeah. Right, and he's he's a part of our hospital yeah. visitation team. Yeah, you know, visiting people, and so I, I guess I'm saying that as much for my own benefit as you know, equipping doesn't have to be this huge thing. Right, it's, it's yeah. just coming alongside. Hey, let me show you what, what well, I. Well, and I think equipping goes alongside with encouraging. I think a lot of times people hear that they can't do things or they're not good enough or they're not qualified. They've never done it before. Yeah, or they've yeah. Never well, done we're it. afraid to let people try and fail. That's the thing, and like. That's that's a big thing. Even yeah. even you look at the I don't remember the verse, but you look at the disciples and it it calls them out. It says they were all uneducated, mm-hmm. ordinary that's men. Book of Acts, yeah. And, yeah. and people were amazed. And they were amazed at what God was doing. And, and that's something else that like we were talking before this episode started about like degrees and and that's mm-hmm. something I have wrestled with a long time because I'm a college dropout. And so it took me a lot of reading that verse, ordinary, uneducated men change the world. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so like, it doesn't matter. And like degrees are important, but it doesn't matter compared to your walk with God. Degrees no. are, degrees can be helpful. They can be helpful. helpful. They'll They're never tools. replace the Holy Spirit. Exactly. No. Right. And so like, that was something right. we were talking about struggles. That was another thing that I struggled for a long time. And it actually took, I was preaching one Sunday and I, I usually would reference, you know, I'm not a theologian. I'm not a doctor. Like, Someone and I would, I would kind of say like, hey, I'm not this, but this is what this is saying. Right. And this lady, I, I talked about this a couple of weeks ago in our podcast. This lady came up to me after church and she said, Caleb, you need to stop doing that. Yeah. Good and she her. was like, you're the one up there on stage. None of the people in the audience are. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. And, and I mean, no we talked it. about that uh, in the last po- uh, podcast about yeah. churches, right? What yeah. do churches want? Like many, if you if you go online and look at like ministryjobs.com yeah. or mm-hmm. church jobs, whatever. Church staffing. Yeah, yeah. They, they have a requirements. Like right. there's yeah. a job and they were, and occasionally I read those and I'm, I'm yeah. like, Jesus would not qualify yeah. for this. Yeah. Right. That's I'm true. like, yeah. you're wanting a 
25-year-old to have a doctorate of ministry and 40 years experience mm-hmm, right. and you're versed in... And I'm thinking, this person does not exist. I, I remember... Uh, Six, seven years ago. It was probably right around the time you got married, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and and the church your wife was going to at the time mm-hmm. was looking for a pastor. Yeah. But it, it was a youth pastor. Mm-hmm. But it was a youth pastor, a family pastor, a kid's pastor, a, kids, a family French counselor. Hens, two turtle dogs. It was a yeah, huge yeah, right. job description. Yep. And I remember looking at that going... Who are they gonna hire? Right. There's like, no one. Do these do the these three people beach. know each other? Yeah, like. Yeah. But you know, it's. I think that's a big one of them. That's a big thing. Well, mm-hmm. and, and I mean, when you're talking about <clears throat> qualifications for ministry, it's more about heart. It's more about mm-hmm. in character. Yeah. Than it is about. And so, why would you hire somebody that you don't know? Ooh. Because that's the way you don't know the character. Know. Well, I'm going to call up the references. What yeah. does that do? It's really yeah. Because you, get I've been in churches where well, we call the references, but right, yeah. this didn't work out. Right, right. Yeah, well, or you call the references and you realize that they're the only three people that have nice things to say about them. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Hit them real well to speak about right. them too. So we were we were talking about qualifications for ministry, and like you think about all the people God used in the Bible. We kind of referenced this last podcast, but think of like even Moses. <clears throat> Yeah. Moses, the, he leads the Israelites out of Egypt. Like, he, didn't, he didn't want to do that. He, he didn't want to. All kinds of excuses. Oh, I can't. I, I can't speak. It. I got a stuttering problem. Right. I can't. Like, no, yeah. no, no. I don't and, talk good. and so, like, we we think of qualifications and God. Oh, what's what's that saying? God God doesn't use the qualified. He, he qualifies, qualifies the call. He doesn't call, call the qualified. He qualifies yeah. the call. Say that six times fast. Yeah. Yeah. I can't even say it. But yeah, like, and we just. I think there's this idea that. In order to do any kind of ministry, you have to have six degrees. You have to be a doctor. Then you got to go to seminary, and then you got to be a monk and read the Bible word to word, right, cover to cover, to do six times a day. Like, yeah, and, and it's <laughs> right. like I, I go back to that verse that we just talked about. He used ordinary, uneducated right. men. So one of the things that that I've always struggled with in ministry um, and being in ministry is that. Not all of my life was filled with wise choices, mm-hmm. right? And I made some pretty uh, stupid choices, actually, bad decisions. And um, I, when when we, you know, Sue and I got married, and then we went into ministry, and and over the years, I, I had always said, you know, the last thing that I want to do is be a senior pastor, a lead pastor, the last thing I want to do. And it's not that I don't have the desire to teach. I love to teach. And I believe I have that gift. But I'm always reminded, like, and and I think the reason I've said that is because I there are times, like, when I'm thinking through a certain thing or want to teach a certain thing or counseling or studying, you know, the thoughts, right? Mm-hmm. And this, this has to do with, you know part of the uh, counseling and psych, the science of the brain kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, why do we, why do those intrusive thoughts come back and, you know, you should be the last one mm-hmm. who would be a pastor. Why, why yeah. would anybody mm-hmm. choose you? That's the enemy. Look, yeah, exactly. Yeah. What, who is it? You know, who are you? Who do you think you are? You remember yeah. these things in your life, right. you know? Yeah. And, and so being able to, that's, that's a challenge in ministry because not only are we under, everybody else's microscope 
but we also have our own microscope yeah. Yeah. that we're under. Yeah. And that's one of the challenges in leadership, I think, at a church. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not that we want to necessarily not fulfill the expectations of people. Uh, and so we try to do that, but yet we still battle the ideas and the thought, the intrusive mm-hmm. thoughts that the I, I believe the enemy tries to use yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. to get us distracted. That happens to me. I'm yeah. sure it happens to you guys too. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know, who, who are you to be up there talking on Sunday? Right. And um, Well, and for, know, so for that, me, it's, that kind of the, a, it's kind of the opposite because I was, you know, the good church kid that grew up and, you know, that kind of Oh, you not, were that not person. That, not that I didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> no, okay. me, me too. Me too. But I really? Like, I was a PK, yeah. Oh, Middle man. child PK, so I was the peacemaker. Oh, wow. I mean, my parents oh, wow. were missionaries, yeah. but that didn't stop me from <laughs> right. wreaking right. havoc. Right. I mean, no. you know. Yeah. But, like, I have the opposite thing. It's it's like, here's somebody who's totally broken, and they've made all these poor decisions. Mm-hmm. Just, what do I have to offer them, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You can at least put your arm around and say, hey, I get it. Now. I get this it. This how God worked in my life. Yeah. Um, we had one of our... One of our elders one time said to another one of our elders who had, he, he said, I don't have a cool testimony like you. Oh, gosh. And yeah. the other guy was like, brother, if I could change if my, I could have I would, my testimony, I would do it in a heartbeat. Yeah. I would too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. right. And so the, en- the enemy's smart, right? Mm-hmm. He's yeah. not stupid. He knows all of the little insecurities. I have other, have na- I have other words for him, but would not be appropriate mm-hmm. for this family we'd podcast. We'd have to find that sensor button <laughs> yeah, real quick. Yeah. You get your finger on that button. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna <laughs> we'll leave it at smart yeah. right now. But he, but he, know, he knows how to push our buttons, right? Yeah. He knows yeah. how to prey on our insecurities. He does. And, mm-hmm. and, and he does that every day of the, of the week. And the thing of it is for us to remember that, you know, he uses, he uses mostly the, the thoughts. We're in the battle for mm-hmm. the mind, right? Oh, absolutely. We don't battle against yep. flesh and blood, but against yep. principalities and power. Right. Absolutely. And the reality for the believer, for us as guys who are in ministry, who are leading other people um, to remember that even that war has been won. Yeah. Right. Mm, yeah. And yeah. And we have to keep a constant reminder that yes, Satan and the devil and even our own choices are going to make us uh, doubt sometimes. Mm-hmm. But we have to go back on the fact that you know when Jesus died on the cross, he accomplished a whole lot mm-hmm. more than on the surface. Mm-hmm. Right. And part of that yeah. is the end result yeah. that. Um, we don't have to live defeated. We don't have to live lives that are self-introspective that get us down and discouraged. But it's easy, right? Yep. Yeah. Because of the world we live in. But anyway, that's one of the things. But we were talking in a lot last podcast, and I wanted to mention this because I didn't say what, like you guys mentioned, what things you struggle with, right? Mm-hmm. Mine's a little bit weird, I guess. Well, we just assumed you didn't struggle with anything. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> yeah, I wish that was the well, case. Well, you're like the experienced guy around this table. I just figured that out. may be true, but but that that doesn't mean I still don't have things. So here's my thing, and and I, I, let me give the caveat to here, uh, Rives Church. If you're listening, I'm, I'm really okay. <laughs> I, I am okay. I'm cool. Um, but just, uh, just like the inside, like yep. there's not many times you get to hear the heart of four pastors, you know, and yeah. hey, what's going right. on? Yeah. And so here's mine, and it's a big thing. God created me um, a little bit different in that I don't get energy from being around people. I don't think that's different. 
Oh, <laughs> uh, well, it might be because I it might be, I would it, rather be by myself. That might be different in than my this. basement reading a theology book, okay, drinking a cup of coffee. I, right? know, and, I know a lot of pastors like that. I know a lot of people like that. I think that's I'm that way. You may be different from the stereotypical. <clears throat> but it gets worse. <sighs> you ready? But wait, there's more. Okay. Uh, there's more. <laughs> All right. Okay. So here's the more. I don't get energy from being around people, but there are times when I walk into a room where I feel like I'm the loneliest person mm. there. Yeah. I've, I've, I've experienced You know what I'm talking before. about? Yeah, exactly. Like you're, you're in a room with 250 people yep. and you're like, yep. what? Uh, am I the only person in this room? Like, it's, it's I don't, And I don't know where that feeling necessarily comes from. I don't have an answer for that. Yeah. I just know... That I've experienced. That. Oh, yeah. That, and that, that's too. a big thing with me. And I'm on the <clears throat> other side of the corner. I'm like, well, I like serving people. I like helping people. That is a gift that I have. Mm-hmm. I mean, too much to a fault sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I don't get energy from being around people. That's okay. You know, like the fluffy, yeah. you know, I'm not a, yeah, I mean, I can be and I have to work at it. Mm-hmm. Right. And you can, you can be that person when necessary. Right. Yes. But, but that's not who you. That's just not how I'm wired. Yeah. And that's, mm-hmm. and that's fine. I, I yeah. don't know that, I don't know that I'm necessarily <clears throat> wired that way either. Like I, how do you recharge your bat? Some people get charged up by being around other people. Mm-hmm. Like. That yeah. is so foreign to me. Oh, mm-hmm. I do. I'm, I'm extroverted 100%. My wife is kind of like that. I mean, she goes back and forth. But yeah, my, my wife, former pastor, Pastor Dyke, oh, he, he was like, that was him. It was like, he, his he loved people. Yes. People loved him. He and used he to did. say that. People yeah. are my crack. Yeah, yeah. 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 And he, he loved. And, he and did. Like, I would look at him like, I don't know. Yeah. He I still loves get, people. I mean, he does. That, that, is, that is who God created. Dyke. You know, and it's like, I just don't get that because I'm not wired that way. I don't think right. that way. Right. Um, that doesn't mean I don't like helping people and love people sure. and want to encourage sure. people and will do anything for them. Mm-hmm. Of course I will. Yeah. I mean, I've been out 1, 2 a.m. in the morning. You understand. Yeah. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. I'm yeah. struggling. My wife and I are fighting. Meet me right. in the Myers parking lot. You know. Okay. <laughs> sure. I'll be there. Have some coffee. Yeah. You know. I But I don't get energy. Right. I don't get recharged. Mm-hmm. From being with people, right. I worked. I worked with a pastor that said we're all like Legos, in yeah. that you know some of us are like those one or two bump ones where we have we have a small capacity for those deep meaningful interactions. Others are the six or the eight, and then he's like, and then there's those people. They're like a base plate, and we all <laughs> yeah. and we all know the base plate yeah. people. Yeah. Like, and, but and those of us that are the one, two, three bump people, we don't understand those base plate people, <clears throat> mm-hmm. other than to say. Well, that's the way God, God loves you. Bless them. I'm glad Bless you're that way because yeah. I'm not. Right, right. And, and, I, and that could be a struggle because then you feel alone yeah. doing ministry when you're really not alone. Right. right. We have a great group of guys. Yeah, sure. On our elder board. And that's we what, have a great group of leadership. That's you know, what team leadership. is important yeah. in ministry. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, it's really not them that are making us yeah. feel that way. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's the I think it's the weight of ministry. It, mm-hmm. it comes with the title. I, th- I think you have this yes. title pastor in front of your name. So again, and we kind of talked about this earlier. Everyone has a, oh, you're holier than thou type mentality. Mm-hmm. Or we were just talking, you know, you were the good kid. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I struggled with that so much coming into ministry because it was like, and, and there are certain people in my life where I'm like, stop doing that. Stop building me up. I am. I have my own struggles. They may not look like yours. Mm-hmm. I prefer that people don't call me pastor or doctor. I, don't, <laughs> I just don't like that. Yeah. It sounds. You icky. told me I had to call you doctor. 
That's be- because. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Only if I'm ticked at you. I'm no, just, I'm just kidding. Kidding. Dr. Marvel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I just think with the title, there's this just bubble of you're better than me. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that, I, I mean, we're all sitting here, the four of us around the table, we're not better than no. you. And we say it no, every, every time I preach, I say it. Every time you preach, you say yeah. it. But I think there's just, oh, he's pastor. And that it goes with that mentality of, like I said, oh, they're educated. They have this degree. They right. have this doctorate, which isn't don't, true. Don't put me up on that. Page. Yeah. And still have the same limp. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Leading with right. a limp. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I was going to say with that, that feeling of lonely, like, I don't know, maybe, maybe you guys can all speak to this more than, than any of us. I can at least, but that, that feeling of being alone, like I know my wife has expressed that to me at different times where you, oh, sometimes yeah. you just mm-hmm. kind of feel isolated where it's mm-hmm. like, you know, oh, it's the pastor and his wife and, you know, there it's almost yeah. There's almost a pedestal type thing where it's like the, the, they're in unapproachable light, which no, not true. Yeah. But but yeah, that's I think that's one of the struggles I have sometimes is you know pastors need pastoring too, mm-hmm. you know, and and and, yeah. our, and our wives need pastoring too, and we all try to lead our wives well. Yeah. But we we don't have all the answers either. Um, well, and we have some elders at Village Hope that I feel like are very good at pastoring their pastor. Yes. Yeah, we, we have, have a couple, have, yeah. we have a couple guys that are more than others, which is it's yeah, I think it's no, a it's, gift it's, and it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a gifting thing, it's yeah. a personality <clears> thing. <throat> Um, but yeah, we've got we've we've got guys. That, I mean, they don't hesitate. Pastor, how you how you doing? Yeah, yeah, you okay? absolutely. I think well, it's I have interesting. Told me you need to take a day off. Yeah, you need home. to not be here. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. And yeah. what are you doing? Yeah. You know, and they tell us all. That. I think it's interesting going back to what you were just saying, Matt. Like, pastor is the only title where your wife gets absorbed in your title too. Mm-hmm. You can work any other job, and your wife. Like, it, it doesn't matter. But pastor, all of a sudden, you have this title, and it's like your wife has to be a pastor's wife. What does that even mean? Like, right. right. And yeah. so, like, it, well, it's... Well, I, I when I was interviewing yeah. at Village Hope nine-plus years ago now, my wife got that question. Like, yep. what are you bringing to the table? Like, yeah, can you that's... Can you play the piano? You bring in, you know, and mm-hmm. she said, she are, said, you, here, she said, here's the deal. Are you paying her? Uh, yeah. Exactly. And my wife said, my wife said, here's the deal. You're paying him. You're not paying me. Mm-hmm. And she said, "She said I'm going to make sure that his home runs smoothly, yeah. and that, which know, is huge, so yeah. that he can be your pastor." She said, mm-hmm. "I'll use my spiritual gifts. I'll find where I fit. I'll get involved." Yep. And and afterwards, the uh, the chairman of that search committee was also the chairman of our board. He was like, "That was a great answer." Yeah, yeah. And that's how I knew we had we had probably found our spot yeah. mm-hmm. because. The chairman of the elder board was like, that's exactly what I, I don't remember who the question came from, but he didn't feel like it was a fair question. Yeah. He didn't want that I, expectation to be there. When I interviewed yeah. here, I got a question like that about what Heather would do, what her role in ministry was. And mm-hmm. I said, I said, cause she wasn't even there. And so I said something along those lines, like she wants to plug in. She mm-hmm. wants to be involved. Mm-hmm. This yeah. isn't her job. Right. She's mm-hmm. got a exact job. Yeah. And yep. so like, I, I think it's just weird that, you get grouped together as a unit, yeah, very as a, weird, as a pastor yeah. instead of any other job title. So, ever. speaking of titles, yeah, this Sunday, well, what we do on Sundays here at Rives Church is every every week at ten ten. <clears throat> if you're serving, you have to be here at ten ten. We all pray together. Mm-hmm. All the volunteers come, yeah. and, and so we all pray together. And so, my wife uh, was sitting in the coffee shop, which is in another room from where we pray. <clears throat> and I went into her. I was like, "Do you not pray anymore?" <laughs> and she, she, just, she just looked at me she's like what so she comes out and I said to her I was like you know we were praying and I leaned over to her and I said you know as 
as the pastor's wife, <laughs> as the pastor's wife, she hates this. Taking wife. your life in your own hands. Yeah. As man. the pastor's wife, you really should be dedicated to prayer. Mm. <laughs> she, she looked at me. Her friend was standing next to her. Kim was standing next to her. She, she looked at me. She goes, "Shut up." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, she hates that. Yeah. And we get that all the time, yeah. which is really weird. Like, and I get the respect thing. Yep. You're honoring the position and I and I, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I, I really do. I and we all do, right? We all appreciate <clears throat> the respect and the honor that we're given. And and that should be there. But to think with that honor and respect that we're somehow Different mm. or better, or better is a very bad assumption. We're, we're just as broken um, as the next person, and yeah. so you know. But of course, Sue and I joke about it. You know, I was like, you know, the pastor's wife when she's getting dressed sometimes at church. I'm like, I don't know if the pastor's wife. <laughs> oh man, it gets her fired up so quick. I do it just to mess with yeah. you. Know? Yeah. Oh gosh. I think it's interesting. We were all just talking kind of struggles and pastoral struggles, and uh, I just found a verse in Acts. Uh, where he's talking to leaders of the church, and mm-hmm. he says, "Be pay careful attention to yourself mm-hmm. and to the flock in which the Holy Spirit has made you oversee mm-hmm. to care for the church of God, which yeah. he obtained with his own blood. Mm-hmm. And so just that one verse as encouragement to pastors, pay attention to yourself, yeah. pay attention to your flock, mm-hmm. but then he ends it, it's not your church. You know, like, One thing I think to go with that that I think yeah. is important, like paying attention to yourself, I have... Um, one guy in particular that I spend time with um, every week. And the characteristic of this one guy is very unique. And it's this, he never wants anything from me. Mm. <laughs> we don't talk about church. He doesn't ask me how church is going. He and he goes here. He's a main ministry leader here at this church. He just wants to be your friend. He just wants to be my friend. That's refreshing. Mm. He just wants to, we've been, we, you know, like mm. we hang out or we play golf. We've been playing golf a lot inside. Um, and so it's just about spending time yeah. together. Yep. And it's, it's honestly, it's a relief. Yeah. You know, mm. and it's like, I got one guy. Yeah. I mean, not that there aren't other guys. There's other guys yeah. I could do that mm-hmm. with, but you know, sometimes, and that brings us back to the natural, right? We're just human. We're just, you know, we're we're trying to figure out our walks just yeah. like everybody oh, yeah. else is. Yep. And sometimes you just need to be treated as a normal human with no expectations. Right. Yeah. And and to know that I can hang out with this guy, he doesn't want anything from me. Zero. Mm-hmm. Other than my company. Yeah. Him and I get along real well, you know. And he helps me. He probably doesn't know. He'll probably listen to this and be like, "Oh, really?" That, but that and and that's you know for me that recharge. Like I can, yeah, that, that's a recharge there, oh, right? Yeah, sure. I'm refreshed. Yep. Um, I I do you know during that whole time if I'm not playing good golf, then th- there's other struggles that I have, <laughs> you know, with not hitting the ball straight. Um, but having having guys, people mm-hmm. around us, um that understand that we need to have relationships that don't necessarily include ministry expectation is huge. To me, it's huge. It's Mm -hmm. big. And that's, uh, I will say, and not, I'm not saying this to detriment to the detriment of Rives church or village hope, but many times when people are contacting you, 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 
or me, it's they take, want something. Yeah. 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 Take, take, right? take. yeah. And I'm not saying they shouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. no. I, yeah, I, hear, I understand what you're saying. But one of the struggles is mm-hmm. <clears throat> if you don't have people around you that don't want anything from you and just want to build a relationship with <clears throat> right. you, then it gets imbalanced and something you have to be conscious of. I well, think. and we're in that unique that unique hybrid situation too, where ministry is also our job. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Right. And I'll, you talk, you talk about playing golf. A yes. lot of guys, when they go to the golf course, they do that to forget about work. Yep. They don't want to talk about work. They don't want to worry about work. They just want to have fun with their buddies yep. and, and, you know, chase their ball into the woods or something like that. Ooh. If you play like me. <laughs> um, that, uh, that just <laughs> puts that in my mind. Like, God, that's that was a trigger stroke. right there. Yeah. yeah, that was a trigger. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> Sorry. Excuse me. Sorry. No. But, but, anyway, right, but they want to worry about other stuff. They don't want to worry about work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, you know, and ministry is supposed to be, you know, it's supposed to be primary in any follower of Jesus Christ's mm-hmm. lives, but it's also work for us, and we need to be able when to... When it's vocational, it's different. Yeah, it really is. It really is. So, and So speaking of that, like, how do we encourage people to do ministry non-vocationally? Because I think there's another misconception that the only way to do ministry is if you're paid to do ministry. Yeah. And that may come from 1 Corinthians. But. I, I think it all begins, my, my opinion is this, it all, teaching people to um, engage in ministry... And not being vocational like they have other jobs. Mm-hmm. The first thing they have to do is they have to get their nose in the book. Mm-hmm. No, no doubt about it. You have mm-hmm. to study God's word. Don't take it from me. It always goes back to that, doesn't yeah. it? It does, mm-hmm. for, it does for me all yeah. the time. No, like, I think you're right. Don't listen to what I'm saying to you. I'm telling you what I think God's word is saying. Mm-hmm. You need to hear it from God. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And, and the thing of it is you have to understand that if you, like for our church, if you're a part of Rive's church, there's an expectation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you're going to be doing some ministry somewhere along the line. Sitting on the bench is not yeah, okay. I've we, said it a thousand times. We tell people the same thing. You know, you have to engage in ministry. Now, we understand life. We understand jobs, mm-hmm. kids, wives, family. We get all that, right? But find somewhere mm-hmm. to plug but in. But you have to find somewhere to plug in. Mm-hmm. Why? Because it's not real hard to figure out that as a believer, how God values the church, mm-hmm. the body of Christ, the bride mm-hmm. of Christ, like this, there's a pretty high value put on that. And so to know that, okay, I'm part of the body. I'm part of making this function. It's not the vocational pastor's job. Right. It's my job as well. I've been given gifts and abilities, but here, here's the, here's the, the drawback. Many churches are um, laid out and they're structured in a way that doesn't provide people the opportunity to exercise their spiritual gifts so they can they can be equipped so that they can actually do ministry. Mm-hmm. It's more of this hierarchy of mm-hmm. I'm you know teach you're gonna and listen. so if we need somebody we'll just hire them. Right. Yeah. Yep. Sure. You know, now there are certain instances where we'll we'll have to do that. Like we didn't just get anybody to do these filming of the podcast. Like right. you know, yeah um, some guy walks in, yeah, I think I could do that. No, we're not, no, that, that, yeah. I'm not going to let you do that. Yeah. <clears throat> so there's certain things that we have to invest in. Right. But generally speaking, not vocationally, you know, as a job, like this responsibility doesn't start at church. No. No. This responsibility starts in your home mm-hmm. because the home, the husband and the wife mm-hmm. and the family is a picture of the church. Right. Mm-hmm. And that of Jesus Christ. Like, so we have to, instead of separating that, well, that's their job. We pay them. Well, actually, no, it's not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I understand why we do that, and we have to do that. <clears throat> you know, and 
you know, the Bible talks about that vocational stuff, but in the ultimate end and from the beginning, it's every believer's responsibility to engage in ministry of right. some sort mm-hmm. in the body. Yep. So. And, and even the, the early church wasn't a building. It was not. It was people. Like yeah. we, we love that you come together and you come to our building, your building, any building. We love that you come to, to worship collectively, but the church like is, yeah. is everywhere. Right. The, the church is uh, for us. It's Jackson County. Yeah. Uh, for somebody else, it may be Lansing or Detroit or wherever. But like the church is wherever you're at. One of one of the questions that we've raised a few different times, sitting in some of our meetings, is if we didn't have our building, how would we still go about um, accomplishing the mission right. and vision of Village Hope Church? And it's you know understanding ministry is not it's not location it's not driven by location like it's it's a heart issue. You know, God's God's placed you where He has placed you to advance the gospel through you. You know, ministry starts in the home, mm-hmm. and then it starts with your neighbor. Yeah, and you know that that's you know we we take ministry and we we blow it up into something that it's not. When really it's love God and love the person next to you and point yeah. them towards Jesus. Mm-hmm. And we you know we think of church too often as as Caleb said, you know, a, a building, a place we go. Yeah, go to church. Well, no, we're called to be the church. Yes, not go to church. Yep. Wherever two or three or more are gathered, there's, there's the church. church. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, I think we've lost that, lost that in our American culture for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of things have gotten in the way. Yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of things. Yeah, for sure. I think just encouragement for people not doing ministry, not vocationally, is First uh, Peter four ten is one of my favorite verses in the whole Bible. Like mm-hmm. it says, each of you has received a gift. Use it to serve one another mm-hmm. as good stewards of God's very grace. Mm-hmm. Whoever speaks is one who speaks of God. Whoever serves is one who serves by the strength that God supplies. In order that in everything God may be glorified through Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You want to do ministry? Do it by the the strength of God. Right. Yeah. You know, if you're speaking, if you're vocational teacher, do it by the strength of God. If you're serving in any other region, do it by the strength of God. And I wrote my Bible right there, feed my sheep. Well, like ministry for the believer is not an option Mm -hmm. that you, like if you read God's word, it's not something, well, eh, I'm not called to that. That, That's (laughs) not an option. Yeah. It's not whether you're called to it. It's a matter of how you're called called to it and what, what, you know, what part do you play in the functioning of the body of Christ? To win other people to Jesus and for people to be mature as a believer. You know, it's not like, "Ah, I'm a Christian, so I think I'm going to not check that, you know, deluxe option on my my Christianity. (laughs) I don't want to do that. I want to, I want to. I want to ride someone its coattails. Yeah, so. I want to take yeah. it as I can and I'm gonna skate into heaven by the skin of my teeth. <clears> yeah, life. fire insurance type of good thing. Enough. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, no, that's that's just. And, and I think just to wrap this all up, I think we're running out of time. But to, to wrap it all up, I'm getting hungry. I am too. Yeah. So yeah. to wrap up two weeks worth of episodes, um, and I'm actually preaching on this. This will be preached on before you listen to this. But yes, ministry isn't something you have to do. Ministry is something you get, get to, to do. do. Mm. Yes. And so yeah. just the idea that we're all called to ministry, like JP mm-hmm. just said. We're all called to some form of ministry, vocationally, non-vocationally. We get to participate. We get to yes. in the plan of like God. Like that verse in, in 1 Peter 4.11, for Jesus Christ's glory. Right. For mm-hmm. him be the glory forever and ever. Yes. So I think that's all we had, all the time we have. Thank you so much to Jeremy and yeah, for joining us. Yeah. Thanks for uh, having us. Yeah. Thanks, Village Hope. Now for, we have to feed them. Yeah, now we got to go feed them. <laughs> but thanks, Village Hope, for listening, checking yeah. us out. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
I think that's about all we got. So just don't last thing, last don't forget, thing, don't forget, keep, keep your, your nose, nose in the book. <laughs>